It's time for Team's Top 3. Ha-ha, Tiny Timmy! Another round of Tim's Top 3, Producer Cast Takeover Edition. Number one is something that the three of us and Don, we've all been watching the TV about all morning, trying to figure out, is this real? President Biden Thursday authorized the Pentagon to tap up to 3,000 reservists for deployment to Europe amongst um, Operation in support of Operation Atlantic Resolve, which, upon further research, was part of Biden's trip to Europe to um, discuss how, you know, NATO members can present a more united front against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And so basically what this is, is Biden is sending 3,000 troops to Europe to be ready for action to to sh- be a show of force against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So they're not actually in Ukraine yet. They're not on the ground in Ukraine, but they're being sent there in preparation to what? To be deployed? Are we going to have our young men die for a corrupt country and it's skirmish with another corrupt country that has nothing to do with us? Hopefully not. That would break my heart. And number <laughs> Happy birthday to one of the biggest scams to ever enter into the social justice movement. Black Lives Matter turning 10 years old from the defund the police week of action. So this all started in 2013 whenever 17-year-old Trayvon Martin was fatally shot and thus bred Black Lives Matter and the behemoth that has become today, which is actually just a big scam. All they're doing is taking young 18-year-olds $5 bills by the millions and and using them for nothing but mega mansions on the coastal cities and they're not actually trying to help you know, young black people do anything with life. It is a scam and it's evil. And number three. So states uh, spending billions of dollars themselves to try to make up for the fact that we have this giant border crisis while the federal government does absolutely nothing. And our border czar, Kamala Harris, (laughs) who was supposed to be the border czar, who was supposed to be taking care of this massive crisis that we have at our southern border. She instead is spending her time talking about how important it is that airplanes have bigger bathrooms, right? So that the federal government needs to legislate and regulate that airplanes have bigger bathrooms. That's what she's spending her time on, not the border, which was her original assignment and her only assignment at first, I want to point out as well. That's Sim Stop 3 Producer Cast Takeover Edition. We're going to send it back to the guys. You know, as a frequent flyer, um, I don't think bathrooms are my number one in size issue. I think, how about the seats? Yeah, you know, I can't say that I'm a frequent flyer. The last time I flew, went from Springfield to Las Vegas, not for recreational purposes. Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, (laughs) as a a big feller, as we'd say around here, it was kind of like if you tried to pack... You ever, you ever try to put a a sleeping bag back into its original bag? <laughs> Is know? that in the seat or the bathroom? Yeah, in the seat. Oh, and, yeah, the and seat. then the bathroom, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, it, you know, a feller like me kind of has a wide stance, you know. Yeah. There's not a lot of room in there. So I know, but how what are you going to do? I mean, there's not enough room on that plate well, anyway to make anything bigger. Maybe you know, the carry-on. I'm just trying to be fair, guys, you know. <laughs> Both sides of the aisle have their failures. 
<laughs> Both sides of the aisle have had their successes before. And maybe bigger bathrooms is a win for some people. I guess so. And but while, they're, while they're pouring over the border, I mean, that's, she's got a point there. Yeah. People are, the illegals are pouring over the border. No, no security, no care. And she's worried about bathrooms. It's that's true. the point. That's well, the point. I think we need to get our U.S. Transportation Secretary heavily involved in this project, uh, <laughs> Mr. Booty Judge. <laughs> yeah. yes. Good evening, godless sodomite. <laughs> I think that would be a great project for him to work on and making those bathrooms a little more, say, accommodating. Yeah, there, yeah, 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 other than the VP. That's not a job for the VP. No. Right? No. She, she can delegate that. Yeah, she, that's a delegatable yeah. thing, yeah. I think. <laughs> so it's funny that you we bring this all up, the border and everything, because it actually ties into what we were talking about in our last segment, which was the Sound of Freedom yes. movie. Yes. And, and let me tell you why the border ties into this. Because you know what's happening at the southern border right now? Child human trafficking. Did you know that mm-hmm. cartels are selling, taking mm-hmm. and selling children to other illegals that want to get across the border as a family unit because they get more special privileges as a family mm-hmm. unit? And so there are, they are putting together fake families using children to complete these families so that they can get across the border and get better privileges and whatnot, right? That is human trafficking, mm-hmm. which is all about what Sound of Freedom is about. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's disgusting that that in this world, you know, we always talk about slavery from from the past. You know, you're talking about you know the the sla- the American slavery, but nobody's talking about the slavery that exists now. Largely, the the slavery of children all over the world. It's disgusting, uh, and I think that you know we get focused on non-issues and we're sending 3,000 troops over here and doing things like this but when there's this this terrible heinous thing that's going on uh you know and we're supposed to be you know we're supposed to be protecting children we're so serious about children and yet this is this is happening and then you have the the people like cnn and different other uh media groups like trashing sound of freedom mm-hmm you know, saying this QAnon and all this garbage and uh you know and it almost sounds like they're defending the trafficking it almost feels like that they're not as uh, excited about it that, uh, or even concerned about it. It's disturbing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and this is deeper than falling on the wrong side of history. You know, this is so far off the ledge of the wrong side of history that it's, it's almost unimaginable. Mm-hmm. It's just confusing when I hear these people attack. What, how do, in what world does it make sense to attack a person or a movie or, or a story that is trying to expose child sex trafficking, mm-hmm. you know. But you got to remember, these are the same people that want to have drag queens come in and mm. have shows for your kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, uh, my boss's wife sent me a picture uh, of a book at, at one of our public libraries the other day, where th- there were there were cartoon depictions of sex acts. Oh and, my goodness! And these were in in the, the children's book section. Mm. So you know, it, it, I I wish I could say that it surprised me, but it it, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, of all the things we could spend money on, uh, of all the the problems that we have, I, I think maybe we could rally behind the children. Yeah, I think you're right. You know? I think we could. Yeah, yeah, the Washington Post. Their mm. articles headline uh, on the Sound of Freedom movie was that it is a right wing conspiracy mm. movie. That was um, that there are ties to QAnon. You mentioned it, mm-hmm. ties to QAnon, which, by the way, I don't believe QAnon even exists yeah, I, I, in the way that they're trying to say it mm-hmm. does. And, and to me, it's despicable that their hatred of America and their hatred of anything that resembles patriotism at all is overpowering their ability and their willingness to see 
that this movie exists solely to expose child sex trafficking, mm-hmm. which is the number one criminal enterprise on the planet right now, above the drug, mm-hmm. bu- above drugs and illegal firearms trades. It is the number one, and it's rising fast. And the problem is, is we have gotten so delusional and crazed as a society, especially in the United States of America, that you know America is evil and racist and wrong and horrible, and you know everything should be sexualized. That children being bought and sold as sex slaves is not enough for them to get yeah, over it. To get angry and to, to do something. Outrage, yeah. you know, the, the activist, um, kind of new activist religion, you know, why aren't they jumping on board here? You know, I, I, I saw that Disney was coming out in, in, uh, against this as well, mm-hmm. uh, which is not surprising. But here's something that, okay, so Disney owns a lot of news and, and corporations. And a lot. I think it's a, a, a huge conflict of interest to trash another movie when you've got movies out mm-hmm. right i mean yeah. that's that's scumbag that's that's corruption is is you have competing movies against this and you're speaking out against that movie i wonder if it's a little bit of this i wonder if it's a little bit a little of, of greed and and uh you know materialism oh worse than that yeah. i think that the some of our hollywood elites and especially some of our government elites are the people participating yeah. in this evil mm-hmm. i am not I will go so far as to say that I guarantee you that there are people in elected office federally, people that are on your blockbuster movie screens that are willing participants yeah. in this evil, disgusting industry. Well, Epstein Island. Yeah. I it, mean, how many? why don't they ever released a list of... Have they released a list? They've released flight logs, mm-hmm. but they haven't confirmed anything. But, you know, <laughs> we all know he didn't kill himself. That's yeah. Well, I think, I think we would... I think we would be not. I think I don't think we'd be surprised, but I think we'd be very disappointed to see the people who've been. I, I've looked at that, that list. Some. Oh, have you? I don't know if we want to go on air to name and name <laughs> no. things, but yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's not good for either side of the aisle. Human yeah. beings, Republicans or Democrats, uh, there are human yes. beings that are evil. Yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And the bottom line is, it's hard to purchase your child to sacrifice if there's no market to mm-hmm. purchase children to mm-hmm. sacrifice. And I, I'm on Cass's side of the fence here. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that these people are in the full depths of wickedness and that they're engaging in ancient oh, yeah. demonic you know, it, it just seems like, you know, that, that corruption is so, I mean, it's been there. We know it's been there. We know corruption has been there all along. But to be so blatant, you know, like drugs in the White House and, you know, and these these uh, prosecutors that are bringing public, you know, Trump constantly to, you know, um, under indictments and different things like this, and then the tra- traffic is disgusting. I mean, I guess it's open now because of they don't care anymore. I don't know. Absolutely. We're going to continue this conversation in just a moment. But first, it's important if you're on your way to work right now that you get some traffic information to make sure your commute is smooth and unfettered. So let's hear it from Don with traffic. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. We're just letting this music roll because it's good. We're all all some American kids up in here. (laughs) We're talking about sending our American kids where, Mark Watson? Where are we going to send our American kids now? Ukraine. Ugh. And this one's kind of personal for me. Yeah. So, you know, you guys, because we we go to church together, you guys know that my my brother, he serves in our our armed forces. um, And he just returned uh, not too awful long ago from Romania. Mm. 
And, you know, that's a tough one. Uh, a lot of people uh, you know, I talked to aren't aware of what, what they were doing there in Romania. Uh, but it's not too far from Ukraine, no, actually. It's, it's right, right next door. And so right now the U.S. is building military bases mm-hmm. in Poland and Ukraine, and these bases are supposed to not be – Ukraine. You said Romania. Sorry. Romania. Romania and Poland. Mm-hmm. Both. And the, both of these bases are supposed to be twice the size of Ramstein, Ramstein in Germany. So these are considerably large military mm-hmm. installations, kind of right on Putin's doorstep. And I don't, you know, it's no argument that Putin's kind of a turd, but <laughs> like, I don't know that. You know, it's kind of like you, you don't wouldn't be on, happy about it. Yeah, it, I mean, we wouldn't be happy if they're they're putting um, uh, bases in in uh, near Alaska or, or in Canada. Yeah. I mean, we'd be grumpy. Yeah, uh, you know, and and it. Where it comes to no surprise, we're you know the military industrial complex America, mm-hmm. you know, and you know you got to be careful talking about that. They, you know, they I'm, killed Kennedy for that. But, yeah. you know. John, <laughs> I, I want to say we're not suicidal today. Yes, we yes. our cars are in working order. <laughs> we don't have any angry spouses who no. want to kill us. That's right. Yeah. We are good. I'm health. good mental health. This yes. true. Feeling good about life. I concur. I concur. <laughs> No, you know, and it's like it's scary. I, you know, I looked it up while we were on break. It, it you know, the time frames accelerated. Yeah, you know, there's some mm-hmm. parallels here. We sent our first batch of military advisors to Vietnam in 1950 under mm. under Truman's direction. Uh, when did when did we first we started dumping uh, troops on the border of Ukraine and into countries like Poland and, and Romania? What two years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had you know. Then there's mixed reports that maybe our special operations community has been playing around over there. Uh, actually, inside Ukraine, I you know I don't have the uh, knowledge to confirm or deny that, but you know it, it looks like that's possible. You know, and so this is kind of an accelerated time frame. Yeah. You know, it, we had you know about ten or so years before the whole army got sent over to Vietnam. I guess Biden's putting the gas pedal down on this yeah. one. He says, "Well, we might, you know, we haven't had a war for about five minutes. We probably ought to get another uh, one." What? Yeah, you know, I've, I, I was thinking the other day that it it, it strikes me. Odd that, that you know you generally the Democratic Party is the party of peace you mm-hmm. know but it seems like every time we've been at war it's been when a Democrat president has been in, in power and so you know that I mean um, there's big money to be made in war I, I just I just hate that we're we're escalating the situation it seems like yeah I believe Trump was the first president who did not start any new international yeah, conflicts during his time yeah you guys remember uh, when Trump uh, Right after he had first got elected, and, uh, you know, he immediately started talking about how we've been in Afghanistan too long. Yeah. We've been in Iraq too long. Mm-hmm. And the left crucified him. Yeah. And, and I remember thinking, you spent the last 20 years yeah. griping at mm-hmm. Republicans mm-hmm. about how you don't want this war. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, that's what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And then now you finally get a guy who... Doesn't want wants to end the war, <laughs> and he's not good enough. Yeah, you know. So it's is it really about wanting to save our troops' lives, save our f- foreign people's lives, or mm. is it about whatever is poli- politically yeah. expedient? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's funny. You know, Trump had a plan to smoothly withdraw mm. from Afghanistan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Biden, the first five minutes, he gets in there and he scraps it all, and he just disastrously withdraws from. Afghanistan leaving, by the way, a small army's worth of military equipment and an entire U.S. military base, which is no joke, and leaves it all to the Taliban, and it takes like two seconds for the Taliban to take back control, and 
we lose what eight or ten oh, yeah. U.S. Um, lives, and yeah. we still have U.S. citizens that are stuck in Afghanistan. And so I love how you know he gets all the praise. And they all want to ignore how terrible that was and say that there, there was a great withdrawal from Afghanistan. Go Biden, rah, rah. But you're right. When Trump was even discussing it, yeah. he was absolutely crucified for yeah. that. The saddest thing is it's like we haven't learned a darn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I'm pretty sure in the 70s, it, you know, mm-hmm. if you want some entertainment value, get on Netflix. I think Charlie Wilson's War is available there. <laughs> uh, but that's a true story. You know, that's exactly what, you know, we we gave the Afghans a bunch of a bunch of munitions and money and infrastructure to fight the Russians, and then we bailed on them. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I'm in the sixth grade, and I'm watching on the television towers falling down. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it, and I'll, I'll admit that I'm a little more of a conspiracy theorist on that, but but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, nonetheless, it, history seems to repeat itself. And it it's, does. Like, when are we going to learn, you know? Well, it, you know, it was it. Is it JFK that said you know, those who do not learn from the mistakes of the past are doomed to repeat them? Is that right? Yeah, I believe. Was, he that, said was that, that it? Was that? Yeah. That's a. I mean, that's a good quote. I mean, it's mm. true. If you don't learn from the past, and you know, it's almost like insanity to to know something fails and then to do it again is crazy. You know, you know what I want, really. What's that? I've I've come to, the, and maybe this is, uh, maybe this is is like a, a defeatist mentality, but I, I've come to believe that we're just not. With the current structure that we have in our government, that the endless war just isn't going to end, yeah. and and so like at, at least pay me the courtesy of being honest about it. Yeah, that's I agree. You know, yeah, like when when Bush wanted to take us into Iraq, you didn't have to tell me about WMDs. You didn't have to spin that story. You could have just said, "Hey, this guy Hussein. Yeah, we're going after. He's him. he's evil. He's terrible. Yeah. He murders people. He's bad, mm-hmm. and we're going to kill him." And I could get behind that. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like the uh, the manipulative. Mm-hmm. It seems like we're being manipulated. Yeah, the problem here is that the guy they're painting as the good guy has some serious ties to some Nazism things going on there. Yeah, there's a lot of racism things going on there. You know, all these things. The yeah, left Ukraine has- is not the innocent child or yeah. the innocent victim here. I yeah. mean, they they they're corrupt. No, and you know, I don't want anybody invading us. I mean, I'm oh, prepared sure. to do horrible things if anybody ever invades <laughs> us. But uh, you know, it. it it's just it, at some point in time, if we're going to survive, I think we have to we we have to quit being everybody's babysitter. Yeah, yeah. You know? And if we're if we're going to talk about okay, America's the police of the world. Let's talk about all of the things that we could be policing. Yeah. that are way more severe than Ukraine being invaded and having basically sort of a civil war situation mm-hmm. going on. There's a genocide of the Uyghurs in China. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are Afghan women who are being stoned to death on the streets because they dared to show a strand of hair, right? There are there are African children who don't have access to clean water. Mm-hmm. There are so many other things going on Christians on the planet. In, uh, Christians in India yes. are being, uh, being slaughtered. Nigeria yeah. doing nothing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, There are things that are more severe. Why have we picked Ukraine? Resources. What corruption is underneath all of this? Who is getting paid? Who's getting... You know, who's set to profit off of us picking Ukraine as the place that we're going to put all of our time, energy, and resources into? Well, it seems like it's, you know, you go back to the the, the, the bread basket. That, you know, there, yeah. yeah, I mean, you got the, the, the oils. The, I mean, the, the, there's the resources, the rich resources. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fighting for them. Yeah, Cass asked a good question. Who is benefiting? Who is the guy who left the cocaine in the White House? Hunter, <laughs> that's exactly where I was going. The, 
all of this that's wrapped up with Hunter Biden, one of the reasons that they they do not want this coming to light, they do not want the full picture being painted around Hunter Biden, is perhaps because a lot of his business dealings have to do with Ukrainian conflict. And and it, and our president of the United States is involved. Yeah. The Clintons obligated. involved. Obligated. The yeah. Obamas yeah. involved. They they all have so much power that they literally are blocking the truth from coming out, and it's just so frustrating. And I wonder what Hunter has obligated America to do. Yeah, have you thought about ha- that. I mean, what what, what 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 promises have been made? Three thousand because troops. the big guy, huh? Three thousand. Three thousand troops. Well, mm. we're going to continue this conversation, and we're going to get into some other topics for the rest of the morning. We're going to talk about Target. We're going to talk about education, and we're going to talk about. Parents' bills of rights and all sorts of good stuff. We still have a good hour and a half here with Mark Watson and Joel Childers filling in with Tim Jones, and you don't want to miss any second of it. We're going to hear some news, sports, and weather from Mr. Don Luzader on your morning commute. Don't go anywhere. I've not taken a single penny from any country. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Joel Childers um, and Mark Watson filling in for Tim Jones. And we are excited. I'm especially excited about hearing Casper's back open. I was thinking about chili. And I know it's hot, but chili sounds good. Chili was on our news stuff. yesterday, actually. Was that, that on the it news? It was big enough news that it be it was on our newscast. Is it? Is nice. it? Be, are they back in the Quonset Hut thingy? Yeah, same location. Same location. They are where Anton's was. Oh, okay. Oh. So they've moved to Glenstone. On Glenstone. Yeah. yeah yes. Okay. Moving good. Up in the world. Well, the, this is a good news. I, I enjoy that kind of. What happened to Anton's? I, I guess it closed. I had never mm. been to Anton's, and I've never been to Casper's, but I know Casper's is like a local legend. It is. It is a local legend. Yeah. You know. Um, Anton's boasted that they had the best coffee, right? The world's best coffee. Something is that right? Like that. They, they were a Springfield staple for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still going strong, though. George's Steakhouse. George's Steakhouse. <laughs> George's Steakhouse? Have you not eaten there? Is that over by, that's off, over by the Shrine Mosque, right? No, no. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've never eaten there. Before you get to Cherry, right? Or right after Cherry. I don't know. Somewhere. I think, yeah, it's it's over there. Recession-proof breakfast, man, like. It's like three bucks. That's three right bucks. by the the um, hardware and and um, landscaping store that's literally called Grow Supply, which mm. I just think is the epitome of millennial yeah. store naming. Yeah. Grow Supply. Okay, so we sell shovels and we sell fertilizer and we sell plants. We're gonna call it Grow, grow. Supply, and we're gonna make it look all moderny and weird. Millennials do not ha- know how to have like art or beauty or creativity in anything. It's so dumb. I, I, I agree with you, Cass. But I think that that is a. Uh, I think that that's urban slang. Urban. Sp- I think that grow supplies uh, target market <laughs> is like the Willie Nelson Corporation or something like that. I yeah. have heard that they sell starter plants yeah. for the oh, for the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> Wacky tobacco. Yeah. That's a hot button topic these days. It is a hot know? button topic, and uh, that's that's one that you know, I think people like. Uh, uh, land on all kinds of different sides of that issue. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. The weed issue. Yeah. Very, yeah, but we were talking about Ukraine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe some of that issue as well. But um, Ukraine, sending troops. You, you, Did you have further thoughts? You look like you've got something to say. You know, it's it just, 
it's just frustrating, you know, and I understand there's some geopolitical issues there. There's some financial issues. There's some, you know, supply issues. I, I know, you know, one thing that hits, I work in the gun industry. Mm-hmm. Um, suppressors have never been more popular. Oh, really? Uh, we're selling the tar out of them, which is great. You should protect your hearing when you shoot, you know. Um, but titanium is a common uh, item used in those and in firearms these days, and that's well, that's one of the things that they export a lot, and it's been a problem for some of the manufacturers. Are we, are we having trouble getting titanium? Yeah, is that because, what you're saying? Yeah, because what about the titanium find... hips and stuff like that? Are we robbing from the the uh, the people who are getting the new uh, kneecaps and stuff like that? You or? know, my dad was able to get his hips recently. Are they titanium? And they're titanium, I titanium think. Titanium so. hips. So How's I don't think... TV reception better? I, you know, I don't know. I'd have to ask him. <laughs> You know, they recently had to have their dish moved. That might have been. Oh, part that of might it. have been. You know, I'll ask him. I'll call him and see if he... interference from his hip. Maybe we can Did get him on the hip? Early. Was it hip or it was the kneecap? Uh, it was his hips. Double hip Boom. replacement. Yeah. Man, yeah. you're not far from this, Joel. You recently admitted that you've you've gone over the hill. Oh, I have gone over the hill. My hips are horrible. Yeah, it's because yeah. of all the times I jumped out of swings when I was a kid, and yeah, you just get new ones. I don't want. I want new ones. I like the ones I have. You like? Them. I wonder if like hip replacements are going to start being integrated with AI. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I don't if, doubt. Like, they'll put a chip in them. You can access the internet through your I'm, hips. You know, where are we at with the with the the tech? Okay. What like, tech? Hollywood promised us all these awesome. We should be flying cars. Oh, you were talking about earlier about yeah. the tattoo machine from yeah. the Starship Troopers. Yeah, they just stick their arm in there. Two seconds later, bam! You have this killer tattoo. You yeah. look like an awesome, dude. You know. Yeah, we're like, in the future. Where is yeah. all of the jets where's and all stuff? This stuff? Oh yeah. Like, where's the Star Trek healing machine thing? And they just wave. What it about over the your food arm? machine that just makes the food? Yeah. You tell them what you want, and it just makes the food for you. It yeah. Makes it materialize. Yeah. You remember the movie Judge Dread? No, I didn't watch Sylvester that. Sylvester Stallone. Uh-uh, is it good? Yeah, there's this like little machine running around encouraging you to eat recycled food. Oh, I surely hope that's oh, not the future. Did, hey, did you see where California? No, no kidding. They, they're pa- trying to pass this law from toilet to tap. What? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not kidding. You should look it up. Toilet to tap. So they're they're just recycling toilet like the sewage, and they're bringing it back to drinkable water. Do you want to know why that's a terrible idea? Why is that? Missouri farmers, you guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Two days ago, while Tim's been on vacation, we had fill-in hosts. Senator Jill Carter and her chief of staff, Sophie Shore, were sitting in your seats right now. Oh, wow. I feel and less. they were talking about how right now there's a problem that started up in the state of Maine where um, fertilizer companies are getting cheap and they're sourcing fertilizer from... Um, inner city sewage right mm-hmm. and the problem is is it's such a poor quality of fertilizer yes. that it's rendering farmland toxic and useless that you can't grow anything in it yeah so i would not like to drink that oh, absolutely if that's killing our farmland mm-hmm. then why are we considering drinking it yeah you know you look at hot fertilizer that's what they call mm-hmm. it hot i think chicken's pretty hot like in the terminology hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you, you know your chicken feces feces you know your cow stuff they have different levels of nitrates and stuff like that yeah, and human yeah. human feces is pretty low i would imagine yeah and so yeah you're it's disgusting first of all mm-hmm. but it is also um it, it's not good it, it doesn't work if it worked we would have done it a long time ago but i i can't imagine drinking water that you knew even though it was filtered came from toilet well human feces has been used in fertilization for a long oh, really? time i mean Where? yeah seriously well, in asia in rice paddies it's common Oof. practice to just kind of 
let it go. Let it rip right there where you're at. Yeah, but the problem is the the wastewater from cities and urban mm. environments is not just human feces. It's all sorts of chemicals oh. and all sorts of other things. Pharmaceuticals. That are, Pharmaceuticals. That, too, that are polluting this. It's not pure. Like, I'm assuming what was used on the rice paddies of Asia of old mm. was a lot more pure I, because I there wasn't as many contaminants yeah. that we have here yeah. in the United States of America in our inner city. If you, th- if you think about the the amount of pharmaceuticals and stuff that people, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and not just that, but throwing away stuff. I mean, you drop stuff in the toilet. I mean, if you want to throw pills away, you put them in the toilet, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not, that's not a practice I normally do. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you think about water contamination with even those things the mm-hmm. the psychotics into it, it is standard practice I, I don't know i haven't been in that field for a few years now what's that to, stuff to flush the yeah expire you were or, in the field of that that you did that well in, when i was in the mental health care i, oh. I, I administered meds on a regular oh, okay. basis and, and if it, meds were expired or no <laughs> oh, longer yeah, yeah. prescribed just throw them in the toilet huh well, there's a form you fill out, but yeah, you <laughs> flush them down the toilet. Is that, that's why they are having all sorts of prescription drop-off sites now at police stations and fire stations yeah. and such, because it's just getting, it's becoming a problem, especially because, you know, I, I don't know if this, I, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a pharmacist, I'm not an expert, but my little brain is putting together dots, right? We're having just a crisis of fentanyl in our nation, right? Oh, yeah. Where everything's being laced with fentanyl. Everybody's dying from fentanyl. It's becoming horrible. I mean, imagine how much fentanyl is just running through our, our you know, everywhere. It's, it's, yeah, it's fentanyl really is, sad. I mean, it, drugs are, are, are just destroying. I mean, if you, have you seen those videos where the people who actually go down in Philadelphia? The, there's like a boulevard in Philadelphia, and they show these people on these drugs and how they're twisted up. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's, it breaks my heart. It makes me mad, too, that, that these people... It, are, are being subjected to this nasty stuff. Yeah, it, it, and that's a tough one. You know, I, I, I've never been in those shoes. So, I, you know, I don't want to judge anybody what leads you to that. But also, it, it's confusing to me how much drug prevention we have going on. You know, kids are taught from the time, you know, from like kindergarten that, hey, if you do meth, you might just die. <laughs> and, you know, you know, so what leads a person to go down that road? That's, that's a tough one, too. But once they're there, I mean, that's all yeah. kind of... Yeah, but you, how much of that is coming across an unchecked border? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're looking at, I mean, we, we have to put blame where blame lies. Mm-hmm. You know, we need, we need, uh, you know, if you're, if the government's supposed to protect its people, then you protect us from this garbage coming across, you know, and, and it's, they're not doing their job. Yeah, we definitely have the Biden administration removing funding for the wall and mm-hmm. states are being required to pick up the pace there. And that's tough. It takes a lot of manpower they just don't have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the, this fentanyl thing, I think, is a lot more serious than even we're giving it credit for. Um, because, yes, it is wrapped up in the border. Yes, it is wrapped up in, in um, you know, big pharma and this this whole idea that if we can get people in their most vulnerable mm-hmm. and needy states that we they're more controllable, exactly. they're easier to manipulate, and they're vulnerable to anything. We They're less powerful. Mm-hmm. They're, if we have... Millions of people on our street corners living in homeless poverty, living in just drug delusion. There are less people of sound mind to Agreed. to question anything the government is doing. And I think we should Straight continue up. this conversation. We're going to get another traffic report, probably our most important one, as it's 745 and people are going to get to work at 8. So, Don, make sure that everybody knows the smoothest commute that they can get to work at right here. Traffic. Traffic. 
You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with former Speaker of the House Tim Jones, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Casmo and Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Good morning, Vietnam! That was a special request. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Cass. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome back. I'm Mark Watson here with Joel Childers. And filling in for Mr. Tim, Mr. Tim Jones. Jones. Yes, he's on vacation. I guess he's playing some golf. Yes, yeah, he'll be Cass? back on Tuesday. So we'll have fill-ins um, on Monday. And then he will be back with us on Tuesday. Nice. He is playing golf in the Turks and Caicos. Oh, wow. Must like be nice to be, per- to be him. Yes, no kidding. <laughs> I like to be playing anything in Turks and Caicos. Yeah. I don't yeah. know where that is. It's in the uh, It's in the. <laughs> Uh, Caribbean, oh. or is it Caribbean? Caribbean. Well, it's pirates of the pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean, yeah. So that's yeah. how I gauge it. <laughs> George Washington crossed the Delaware in the middle of the night, so you can say it however you want, buddy. Oh, I can. Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. I see what you're saying. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, we were talking about drugs. Yeah. And talking about fentanyl and the and what just the, uh, the yeah travesty screaming over the border that we mm-hmm. can't seem to close down. It's a it's a tough issue, you know, and then. You know, we talked about how do you treat it, how do you handle yeah. it. You know, I think the biggest thing is going to be prevention, you know. Mm. Um, but but where is that support coming from from the federal government, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you put me in a room with Biden, I think that'd be at the top of the list on questions, <laughs> you know. Can we get him on the radio? I got some questions. <laughs> you know? He wouldn't be able to answer him. No, he, he wouldn't. This is, this is how Biden sounds on a daily basis. Um... Uh, <laughs> I can't have trouble reading this. The tangent about both. Yeah. Uh, That's our president. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. What happened to us? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, th- I think uh, part of the issue, too, nobody wants to talk about. They don't yeah. seem to want to admit is that we're sitting on top of a failed state. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no government in Mexico. It's the cartel. Yeah. You know. I'll say it. Maybe you're not supposed to say that yet, but I'll say it. It's a failed state, you know, and and so they're going to do whatever they want to do, you know, and we can pump money down there. That's not going to fix it. It's just going to end up in the hands of the cartel, and they're going to buy more guns and more drugs. Yeah, and, but, there, but there's a, you know, Cass brought it up. There's kind of mm-hmm. layers to this thing. It's not oh, just it's not just what you see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we could look at it and we say it's it's a problem with, you know, immigration or whatever. But it goes beyond that. It goes beyond a uh, a society that uh, maybe the next layer, a society that says that that um, you know that you should that that's those people are are just suffering, you know, and that that they need help, and you know we don't want to take away their drugs. If we take away their drugs, then then they're how they're going to function. And then you have the the deepest layer that is: Are we being controlled by this? Are we allowing lawlessness to exist? Because when lawlessness when you allow lawlessness to grant in criminals, then the the good people are held in check through crime. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, isn't that one of the rules of radicals mm-hmm. that, yeah. that increase crime, and then then you're actually controlled by the the criminals, which yeah. you, in a lot of cases we are. You know, and then yeah. not to change gears, but and then you you got a, an ATF that's out of control, trying mm-hmm. to rip guns out of the hands of Americans uh, for stuff they've been telling us is legal for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it just—it sounds like a common theme here. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the good book tells us. What? What about you know? What about the FBI? Like Josh Hawley yeah. talks about. You know, he he grills him and says, "Hey, you know, you got you got the FBI agents who are storming um, people who are are uh, speaking out against abortion. You know, what I mean, you know, mm-hmm. protesting or showing up at per, parents um, at school board meetings. Right there, yeah. The parents at school board meetings, and then 
why aren't we going after the real criminals mm-hmm. instead yeah. of going after these people that just speak out? You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's almost totalitarian. Yeah, and it's it? sad. You know, we we've got legislation in Congress right now. Um, I believe it was the the uh, representative out of Florida introduced a bill to to uh, disband the ATF. Mm. And you know, I I don't know if that's the answer or not. I'm I'm more of a limited government leaning kind of mm-hmm. guy. But I mean, if we're gonna have the ATF. I, you know, I don't want this current version of the ATF we got that's mm-hmm. trying to put small businesses out of, out yeah. of business with, with over, you know, regulation. You miss one tiny little clerical error on a form and they'll take your, your FFL away from you. You know, where's the ATF that caught the Olympic Park bomber? Mm. Can we get mm-hmm. that back? You know, <laughs> want that guy back. Yeah. Or yeah. wanting to make pistol braces illegal, making mm-hmm. how many gajillions of people criminals overnight just for owning it? Oh, I actually yeah. did the math on that earlier, Cass, because uh, yeah. I, I, that's Ooh, something that's near and dear man. to me. You're the math But, man. you know, the ATF estimates that there are somewhere between 10 and 40 million of those braces in circulation. Wow. But if we go with the low number, if we just say there's 10 million, uh, the ATF released a statement the other day that they have confiscated um, close to a quarter of a million of them. Okay. So if my math is correct, that's like 2.5%. So their their program here is really successful. You know, <laughs> these, these, that's how many people have program. registered their pistol. Huh. Yeah. You know, and, and the scariest thing about this is it's even if you don't care about guns, even if you don't, you know, don't understand the Second Amendment and how that plays into your public, you know, in public safety, um, you know, you have a, a bureaucratic body of our government. That's stepping outside of the lines hmm. into legislation. Uh, if you're not familiar with that and what's been going on with that pistol brace, man, that Cass brought up is, is for over 10 years, the ATF told us that pistol braces on the back of like an AR pistol were totally fine and legal, do whatever you want with it. And then overnight said, well, here's the deal. If you have this on your gun, you're a felon. And, you know, as a guy who sells guns, I mean, you know how many single moms, soccer moms I sold AR pistols to in the hmm. last three years? Because guess what? They're smaller and lighter. Mm-hmm. And so the little frame gal, it's a little easier for her to handle. You know how many old gentlemen, older gentlemen that I've sold those to because it's easier to control? And so, and you know how many of these people aren't gun people and aren't following this and have no idea? How many, how many people are listening to the sound of our voices right now that this is the first time they've heard about this brace man? Mm. And so these people are running around in the ATF. Uh-oh. So they're criminals. Yeah. Now they don't even know it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, uh, people, you know, if, if we're going to go diverge into seat 2A, from a church perspective, from a Christian perspective, um, I, I think, I don't think people understand that when a government, a government that has total control, total gun control, every government that's had total gun control, um, religion has always suffered in mm-hmm. some way. People don't understand that, that, that the government fearing the people is a good thing. You know, we're, you're, you know, cause we're, we're a government of the people, by the people, for the people, right? Mm-hmm. So our government is to serve us. We're not to serve our government, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that people don't understand that, that when the, when the arms, when the populace is armed, the government doesn't just walk in and do things. Mm-hmm. And so the church always suffers when there's no, when there's no, uh, protection. Yeah. yeah, I would argue to say that, you know, the fact that we are such an armed citizenry is probably one of the final levies that hasn't broken yet in terms of, of really setting off mm-hmm. mass corruption. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we're seeing the attempts and the efforts to corrupt every area of our nation that we can possibly do. And the one thing that they haven't been able to do is figure out how to get our armed citizenry to hand over all of mm-hmm. the weapons that we've collected. So they're trying to attack it on the front end saying maybe we can 
filter this out over a few decades. If we yeah. if we try to impose as many gun regulations as we can, then we can stop our con- continuing to arm our populace. They know that they can't disarm the populace. Mm-hmm. They know that. And so the problem is, is, you know, that is what sets us apart from every other nation mm-hmm. is because we do have basically a, an armed citizen militia that keeps the government from going just that step too far into something that's completely corrupt and communistic and just evil and, you know, genocidal, all of these things. And and I that's why it's so important to continue our state legislatures to continue to fight further Second Amendment attacks, because if you filter it out over a few decades, yeah, maybe it's not going to affect us now. But if, if there's regulations that are going to keep us from continuing to arm ourselves, eventually down the road, we're going to have a problem. You know, I was in Kenya uh, a couple months ago, yeah. and they have total gun control, mm-hmm. right? And so back in COVID, these, these people couldn't leave their homes. I'm not, they, didn't, they couldn't go to the market. Mm-hmm. They couldn't go get stuff like we could because they, 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 couldn't, they had no recourse. The government was, they, they had the guns. Uh, I even saw videos where, you know, armed guards would walk into churches and make people leave and go home. And I mean, the, some of my contacts didn't eat. They had no food because mm-hmm. they had no, and they said, I said, that would probably never happen in America right now because the, the government still fears us in a way. I mean, Absolutely. we still have a, we still have a, a way of saying, Hey, we're going to, we're, we want, we're, we're free people. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, it's sad. Who does that to somebody? I mean, you look at Kenya, they've got a pesky neighbor to their north. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know, Sudan. Sudan's mm. always causing bad, bad, trouble. Bad, bad, bad. Always sending some, you know, if it's not Coney or some yeah. other crazy person over to, you know, people die. All the time. You know. They cr- cross the border, raiders. Yeah. There's a lot more to discuss here, and we're going to continue to discuss it after some town hall news and some Don Luzader news and all the good stuff. And we're going to, this is a conversation that's not finished yet, and we're going to keep having it. Mark Watson, Joel Childers filling in for Tim Jones this morning on Wake Up Springfield.